Hey, what's up, guys? This is We the Millennials, where we discuss politics and pop culture from a conservative millennial point of view. My name is Sage. This is Josh. And there was an article recently, uh, today actually, from Cosmopolitan. And uh, the article was advising parents, uh, in particular white parents, to not dress their kids up as Moana for Halloween because that's racist and cultural appropriation. So we talked about a, a cultural appropriation a little bit last week. It is dumb and idiotic. I don't know what the left wants in regards to this. Like you make a movie, you make a hero, you make a princess that uh, you know maybe little girls want to be that isn't white. You know, she's uh, Polynesian, and now they can't be that princess. That should be flattery. Yeah, I mean, this is just completely absurd uh, how far we've come in 2017 that we're at this point where kids cannot even, you know, idolize their favorite Disney characters or superheroes. You know, it would even be considered racist that uh, a child who's white would want to be Black Panther. Because he is a black character representing an African nation, a, oh. a fictional, you know, African nation, Wakanda, at that. When you said Black Panther, I thought you meant like... No, not, not a, a... A Black, black Panther for no, real. I no, was like, not, why would a white kid want to be a Black Panther? <laughs> no, not a, a, a Black Panther Angela Davis, no. A Black <laughs> Panther um, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvel so, superhero. Yes, Marvel superhero. And it's just ridiculous. You cannot even enjoy your own your own idol, your own hero. You know, want to imitate him, be like him. This is a form of flattery. And in no way, shape, or form are these things or do these costumes look disrespectful. I mean, that was one of the complaints I saw in Cosmopolitan and, and across the internet. Well, Maui, he looks like a, a traditional uh, <laughs> Polynesian man. They always make him look stout, muscular, with tattoos. Long hair long hair well i'm sorry that's exactly what he looks like in the movie yeah. so unless you're going to change the character and say i'm maui and dress in something completely different then it absolutely makes no sense that's it i mean it's it's supposed to replicate what he looks like in the movie exactly so what do you, i don't understand the issue i i think i sent you a few of these uh these posters going around certain college campuses of uh people dressed up as certain characters and, you know, the taglines are certainly like, yes, you can do it for one day, but I have to live like this for my whole oh, life. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Are people really that sensitive? Yeah. To the are. point of, you know, this is full-blown snowflake mode. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, this is the, I mean, it's probably said so many times already about this article, but this is exactly the reason why Donald Trump became the president in yeah. 2016, you know, yeah. or in 2017. This is the thing, like you mentioned. Uh, especially, uh, you know, someone like Black Panther, Moana, Maui, um, and a number of these other characters, we're supposed to be wanting racial unity. What is more unifying than a little white boy that doesn't see color? And what he does see is Black Panther is his favorite superhero, and he wants to dress up as him. Right, he's If a you hero. go back 40 years, that would never be the case for yeah. any little white boy. So... My point is, is that progress has been made, extreme progress, and and the fact that now, in, you know, we live in a day that that little white boy's kids, or not kids, rather, his uh, parents would go ahead and buy it for him and say, oh, yeah, absolutely, because, you know, they're probably not racist, 
and then they would buy it for him. And but then you have I don't know a teacher or uh, the media telling that little kid and their parents that <clears throat> no, that's racist. So okay, so now this little white boy can only dress up as white people, I guess. Yeah, Captain America. Captain America, but that apparently is I, this is this is also uh, this is ethnocentric. So it's like uh, it's kind of like a white supremacist. So you can't be a white hero. You can't be a white. You can't be a anything else. A black hero. You can't be a black hero, or a Polynesian, Polynesian hero, or Hispanic hero, nothing like that. Yeah. So what do we do? Like the question I've been asking is: So what do we do with Halloween? Is it just abolished? I mean, that's the only logical way that this can go about, unless just black people dress up as black characters, white people dress up as white characters. But then there's an issue of. Like you said, you're being ethnocentric. Well, well, dude, there was a girl. You're not, you're not being diverse at that point. You Absol- don't want to step outside of your safe zone, your boundary. What I think it just proves is that the left doesn't want racial unity, and not at all. I mean, and this is something we've been saying forever, but this just further proves it. They don't want racial unity. They just want to be a victim. They just want to be offended. Right. They just want to be easily offended. So anything that happens, that offends them, and we have to take notice or something. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I think th- I think you're right on that point, but I think it's also it's time to give minorities a chance type of mentality where it's time for us to rise up and be the dominant spokesperson of the sure. culture. You know, we be the figureheads of, you know, Hollywood, music, entertainment, news, media. And that's the route where it's going, where it's, you know, we got to shut out all the white voices. For example, I don't know if you saw this, but the teacher uh, who says she does not call on white males. Yes. Yeah, like that. that is the absolute last person she will call on. First is black women. Uh, second is any other woman of color. Third is a male minority. Male minority. And then the last is uh, white males. So it's just. That's racist. It's racist. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's again, it's to uh, so your point and my point of the minorities voices have to be heard first and the loudest sure and then the white males and the white females they all have to be drowned out and shut down yeah and the minority has the authority to speak the loudest and the privilege to speak the loud i guess i mean that's what we're getting to yeah i guess and that's i mean that's what they want um uh, uh, i guess you know uh, as far as i saw another story of a, a a star uh, I forget what show she was on, but she was 21 years old, young girl. She tweeted out a, a, a picture of what she wanted to dress up as, and it was like this black demon-looking thing. Yeah, it was thing. like a demon. And it was like just uh, literally all her whole body was painted right, black, black, and she was like yeah. kind of crouched there like, oh, that found my it Halloween was the color, animal. Yeah, she said something to the effect, it's the color of my soul. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. And everyone gave her flack on Twitter saying that this is blackface yeah and it was like no it's not black. It's so She's stupid. it's not blackface it's just the color of the demon it just keeps on going but speaking of more garbage from leftist journalism uh we have a a feminist that wrote for buzzfeed um she mentions harvey weinstein uh as a racist she says he's a racist because he didn't sexually harass black women uh so one before we get to the to, to the twist of the story uh one that is nonsense that i don't know if she wants black women to have been harassed now i don't, if, I don't know if that's confusing she, yeah it, i read it, it it's very confusing again it's just victim mentality and she wants to now have something but either way lupita nyongo from star wars fame from uh what's the other movie? Django. from no she's not Django. 
Is that in Django? No, she's in um, 12 Years a Slave. 12 Years a Slave. Very similar. I'm sorry. Slaves and stuff. Oh, my gosh. Maybe um, you labeled a racist because of that. No, nah, yeah, you're a racist. So I'm just thinking of slave movies. You're a racist. But, yeah, she came out and she said, yeah, Harvey Weinstein, uh, he tried to sexually harass me as well. Well, there goes your story, BuzzFeed Feminist. Yeah, and that was literally like the day after or maybe later that that day, I think, that uh, Lupita came out and that story dropped. This BuzzFeed feminist, she's crazy. Uh, her name <laughs> is uh, Bim Aduwimi. I don't know where she's from. It doesn't say, but it doesn't really matter. It's the race elephant, and among the allegations, the questions of race is what we're not really looking to engage because it's naughty and gnarly. That's quoted from her article. Okay. That this whole thing... This Harvey Weinstein not, you know, uh, sexually abusing uh, women of color is part of the grander scale of racism within Hollywood. She goes on to be a little bit more vulgar in her article about, you know, they're just not seen as sexually appetizing to uh, white men in Hollywood. Sure. Women of color. So they're kind of uh, laid to waste. They're not given those roles that you know white women who are abused and who are sexually taken advantage of to gain those roles uh, make it because you know they're white and black women don't get that same chance just because they're not as appealing that's interesting which is absolutely absurd so not only so in her mind in her sick crazy mind not only are there less roles for black women but they don't get opportunities because they don't get on top of that, they don't get the opportunity to be sexually harassed, and from that, get a role. Right? Because if they were Hollywood to abide is with that racist, that they <laughs> view, you know, even women of color who are beautiful, they're that racist that they say, "No, I don't want. I don't want to give them a chance." Yeah. And you know, pass them on, and don't sexually abuse them, mind you. So again, this article is confusing. Absolutely confusing i just don't understand why buzzfeed would even publish something like that i mean of course i understand why they would do it because they're leftist but that is the stupidest article i have ever read oh my gosh yeah i think it's a bit irresponsible when you as a editor-in-chief of buzzfeed you don't you just publish this i mean for the sake of what like, what is this going to accomplish for Hollywood? It's a weird article, man. Like, what is this going to accomplish for, you know, those, the molesting creeps out there? What are they, they so what, they're going to start molesting black women? or that, that, it, it just doesn't make sense. You know what? You so, know, if there is racism, then I'm fine with it. Let's call it out and let's get that corrected and let's get it out of Hollywood. That's totally fine. But to say that, you know, there's racism and this is the reason why... They're not being sexually abused. Or, it, it's just it's absurd. It it's might, asinine. This, dude, is, this so just weird, shows dude. the mindset where this kind of thinking goes. It's very illogical, and it takes you to very illogical places. Yeah. And yeah. places where, like I said, I can't even begin to understand this. Why would you even publish this? Well, dude, speaking of Weinstein, uh, you know we've been dealing with Bill O'Reilly for like I feel like, oh, like years now. Yeah. But, um, you know, he has been accused of sexual harassment for months now, if not uh, a year or so. And uh, apparently uh, a new report came out uh, over the weekend that he paid out a, a woman $32 million 
for her to stay quiet. If that is not an admission of guilt, I don't know what is, man. Yeah, I mean, apparently he claims didn't uh, pay okay. know, this woman $32 million, according to him. Uh, you know, he went at the New York Times saying, how can you publish, you know, this fake news? And he just kept railing on them. Yeah, I you mean, know, again, I don't know what to think. Again, I think we'll find out the truth as time goes on. Sure. But again, this is another man. I mean, Megyn Kelly recently came out and said she also was complaining about his behavior yeah. at the station. I mean, what are we going to believe? It looks like, yes, he's he's a perv. You know, he's involved in these sexual harassment uh, incidents. So I'm glad that he's out. It's good. Get him out. You know, you, you don't need to be, that, that's just not the kind of environment you want to have, you know, at your workplace, period. Yeah. It's been revealed that kind of Fox News had that, has that kind of culture. Right, that culture. I'm um, in the past with, with um, you know, Roger Ailes, now Bill O'Reilly. So it's not surprising to me. I, I, I do think he's kind of, of a creep. Granted, I don't know the facts. Like you mentioned, I don't know 100% the facts. But, I mean, how many women have already came out and said something about Bill O'Reilly? I mean, it's the same thing with, with Weinstein. I mean, Bill O'Reilly's a creep. I think he should be blackballed, blacklisted, just like Weinstein should be. I mean, there's not too much more to talk about <laughs> as far as this. Cause, I mean, this has been going on forever. But, yeah, I think both need to be called out. Both need to be, uh, like I said, blacklisted. He's playing the victim card after he's victimized, allegedly victimized some women. You can't do that. It's not going to work for you. If you think that New York Times came at you hard this time or the left is coming at you hard, it's going to keep coming. The more you play this card, you just got to go away. I mean, I understand you want your career back, okay, but it's probably not going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, dude, this week uh, seems like there's been a record number of stupid leftist articles or reports or stories uh another one coming from a rutgers university professor oh, yeah. uh, she states that israel is sparing palestinian lives in an attempt to control them and colonize them so i'll say that again she posits that israel is sparing lives so that they can control them and colonize them hmm. yeah that's crazy the book is called the right to maim now, uh, there's another story on top of that. This isn't from the same uh, professor, but uh, it's, it's from two years ago. Uh, I think it's a, uh, an Israeli student, actually, from Hebrew University, mentions that she believes that IDF soldiers aren't raping Palestinian women because they are racist. So she says, you can't rape something that you don't view as human. That's a quote from the article. Right. Now... These quotes are, uh, or the, both of these stories are nonsense, obviously. I mean, I think the left just wants an excuse, or, or the left is trying to figure out why Israel is not doing evil things to the Palestinians. Because, you know, this whole story about um, Israel killing Palestinians, and oh my goodness, uh, that, 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 it's just not true. So I think the left is really trying to figure out how to villainize the, the uh, villainized Israel and the IDF. Dude, think about what they say. They're not raping. They're not raping Palestinian women because they're racists. Okay, okay. And they're not killing Palestinians because they want to control them. Hmm. I feel like if someone wanted to control 
a people, the best way to do that would be to would be to kill them, dude. Yeah. I mean, Hitler tried to destroy the Jewish race, and he he got you know darn close. You know, I mean, horrible, horrible stuff. But this is what they're claiming Israel is not doing for the very reason that Hitler was doing it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. And I think this both of these are just very anti-Semitic articles. Absolutely. Whether you want to believe it or not, I'm not saying you know Israel is the the angel. We can get into this debate of what does Israel do within the God. In my opinion, if I'm going to look at this very objectively, Israel does what it does to protect itself as a nation. And it's going to continue to do that, uh, regardless of, you know, what these articles have to say, regardless of, you know, what Hezbollah and all these people, you know, want to bring and villainize Israel as a whole. There's one thing you can't deny that Israel is not out to uh, commit mass murder, you know, mass genocide of Palestinians, you know, of Lebanon or of any other Arab country in the area. That's the complete opposite of what we see played out uh, through a long period of history. Again, I'm not saying that Israel's perfect, but what I am saying is that repeatedly you see Israel on the defensive, constantly. Not only um, from its direct neighbors, but from other people like Iran, they literally have a target on their back in the Middle East. This is our strongest ally in the Middle East. This is where we garner a lot of support and intelligence from other places within the Middle East. So when you look at this thing as a whole, I mean, it's just going to discredit, you know, the liability and the the actual work that Israel has put in to actually make the Middle East work, not just for itself, because it doesn't just create, you know, an environment for itself, for its citizens, and just for Israelis, but Palestinians as well to thrive within the society. So it's just very, you know, ludicrous. You hear these articles and you see these things. Again, I'm not saying, you know, every Israeli is perfect, but in reality, what we're looking at is just a a widespread, uh, it's like a smear campaign. Against Jews and Israel. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I think that's been, it's been like that for years. I mean, literally for thousands of years, people hate the Jews. Since inception as a country. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, um, to this day, Palestinians in general right. won't they don't recognize it and they, they not only do they not want to share any land they want to abolish the state of Israel they want all of it destroyed they want you know death to Jews you know uh, essentially you know uh, now you know we couldn't go an episode without talking about our commander-in-chief now Trump uh, tweets out a response to gold star widow Maisha Johnson she mentioned a few kind of condemning things uh, regarding Donald Trump. Mentioned that she that essentially mentioned that he was very rude and didn't even remember her husband's name, Sergeant uh, Le David Johnson, American hero. Trump comes out after the interview, comes out and tweets because that's his thing, and he says, "I did remember his name. I remembered his name throughout." Um, you got the tweet up? Yeah, it says uh, Trump said Trump tweeted. I had a very respectful conversation with the widow of Sergeant Le David Johnson and spoke his name from beginning without hesitation, exclamation. Okay, so... So, yeah, he's... Okay, yeah, I mean, this is my thing. Whether what he says is true or not, Trump, man, you're not going to win. 
not against uh, a gold star widow. Her husband was an American hero. Right. And you're on Twitter combating her. Bro, just take the high road for one for once. Take the high road just one time. Right. And don't tweet. Or just say, hey, look, she's entitled to her opinion. Uh, you know, I apologize if that's how it came across. Blah, 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 blah. Man, have some class, man. You're 70-something years old. Who cares, dude? <laughs> You're the commander-in-chief. Just keep let it roll. Keep right. going. Yeah, and I think this goes to show that the presidency for Trump is uh, is more about publicity than it is about policy. And he's trying to save face here because he's he's looks bad, you know. Oh my gosh, I can't believe Trump said that. And he's trying to save face and say, no, I didn't say that, you know. He's like a kid. Yeah, he's like a kid, you know. Listen, who cares? You know, like you just said, you're the commander in chief. You know, there's uh, there's bigger issues on the table. There's things that got to get done. Worry about those things. The more you focus on these things, trust me, the more people are going to come out of the woodwork and just be, you know, vampires, bloodsuckers, just to get that, you know, 15 minutes of fame. And I'm not saying that's what this widow is doing, but we see, you know, the congresswoman attached to the story. She's doing that. She's doing that. She's, you know, politicizing the whole thing. Trump is further injuring himself by continuing to go back and forth with the widow. It's not a good look. Again, we see this. We saw this happen with the mayor of Puerto Rico. She kept going back and forth. Now where is she? We don't hear her in the news. That's not a story anymore. She got her 15 minutes of fame. And guess what? The media moved on to the Gold Star family. Federica Wilson jumped on it. 15 minutes of fame. That's all she wanted. You know, we're going to be talking about this maybe for a couple more days. Not even. It's not really even in the news anymore. We're moving on. So, Trump, you're just setting up issue after issue. We're going back and forth with these people, with these tweets. It's not a good look for him. Trump, if you're listening, man. And he he most likely listens to We the Millennials guys just so yeah, you know. Yeah, he does in the morning. So yeah, right after uh, uh, Fox and Friends. <laughs> now, hey man, you giving these people attention is what's giving them their fifteen minutes. Right. Dude, just ignore them, and literally nobody would would even know who Frederica Wilson is. Right, or and was it's it garnering her support for her reelection? Yeah, man, and it, it's just. Trump, just it, listen. It could be us. garnering her support, and then have other people come out and try to uh, unseat her. So you know, it has a twofold thing, but it just doesn't look good. It doesn't ever look good for Trump. President, we're trying to help you out. All right, we're literally trying to help you out. Listen, hire to us. me. Yes, there we go. Hire Josh. Now, Hillary Clinton's back in the news. Apparently, this just recently came out uh, from a leak that Hillary Clinton sold twenty percent of United States uranium to Russia. Of course, she denies it. And now Trey Gowdy is investigating Hillary Clinton, the DOJ, and the FBI for how they handled the uh, Hillary Clinton email investigation during the election in 2016. The left, of course, is defending Hillary Clinton to their dying day. You know, I mean... this is really damning, really, for Hillary Clinton. Um, the Russia-Trump, you know, uh, collusion scandal, that has gone out the window. 
because this is actual, right. you know, I mean, we're going to see if it's actually concrete, but the fact that this Russia collusion... There is uh, more sustainable evidence right here exactly. what we have in this dossier. Exactly. It's such a great point because the fact, like, the Russia collusion um, and everyone focusing in on that has literally brought light to the Democratic Party and their collusion right. with Russia. Because, I mean, at they the very... They shot themselves in the foot. With they really one. did, bro. Because I'll say it, I don't think Trump colluded with Russia. I think that's a stupid story with nothing backing it. Now, right. this... Man, this is not looking good. I don't know what'll come from it, because I mean, I thought uh, you know the the thirty thousand emails deleted was going to be the death of Hillary, but it didn't work. That didn't happen. So for this, I have no idea what'll come of it, but it doesn't look good for Hillary. This doesn't look good at all. It's not looking good for Hillary. It's not looking for uh, the other parties involved. Uh, it definitely looks like they were trying to hide this, or in some way, shape, or form, uh, keep it out of the light for as long as possible. And if you ask me, now that this is out, I don't think anyone's safe. You know, not Hillary, not the parties involved. Uh, could this story get buried? Could this get buried like, you know, the Benghazi emails? It could happen, yes. I think this is one, this one is a little bit more serious. I'm not downplaying, you know, what happened with Benghazi, but this one is... Uh, I don't know if I want to say it's more serious, but again, the evidence is there. It's a much clearer picture as to who was involved and what was done. Mm -hmm. So the evidence is a, looks a little bit more concrete. Again, there's got to be more investigation done. And I like Trey Gowdy. I right. think he's solid. I think he's real objective, and I think he's gonna get. To, I hope he gets to the bottom of this. I think he really wants to. Right. Yeah. You get think, what I'm saying? You know, after seeing uh, him uh, ask Comey. You know, at the, at the hearings, he was really uh, pressing uh, Comey for oh, questions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he's probably fed up with uh, what's going on. You know, just these cover-ups, you know, are just uh, blatant uh, misuse of authority, really. Yeah, yeah. And one thing I want to say is for everyone that's saying that uh, this Niger, that the troops in Niger is Trump's Benghazi, it's, no, it's not, not guys. Yeah. It's literally not even close. Because right. one, Trump didn't send those troops to to a Niger that was, you know, President Obama in Benghazi, in American citizens, not soldiers, American ex-soldiers, but American civilians died. Right. They like, were uh, and and they, and they were ignored. Right. Yeah, they were ignored. Yeah. So it, so I don't want to get into that, but it's not the same, guys. It's not even close. No. So, it's not the scandal that it was. No, again, and no one's trying to hide yes, Niger. Exactly. You know, Niger. That, oh, no one's yeah. trying to hide it. Everything's out in the open for everyone to learn about. You get what I'm saying? All right. But yeah, guys, uh, that was episode 15 in the books. Josh, where can they find you? I'm on Twitter at Joshua underscore the gray, G-R-A-Y. And guys, you can find me on Twitter at Sage underscore Rodrigo. That's Sage underscore R-O-D. R-I-G-O. All right, guys. Until next time, this is We the Millennials. See you. See ya.